1: Welcome to Lifelong Journey, a radio program hosted by the Office of Lifelong Faith Formation in the Archdiocese of Chicago. My name is Clarissa Alhintera, and I'm coming to you from uh, Chicago, Illinois, and with me this morning is Rick Landry. Good morning, Rick.
2: Good morning, Clarissa. How are you
3: today?
1: I'm doing well. Uh, for those of you who are joining us via radio, welcome. And for those of you who are viewing this on YouTube, welcome as well. Rick, where are you? YouTube, not YouTube, are you zooming in from? Are you in Chicago as well?
2: Yeah, I'm in the Chicago area.
1: Nice. Fantastic. Uh, it's good to it's good to finally see you. Before uh, uh, Folks, before we got on, uh, Rick and I have been on... <laughs> a number of (laughs) Zoom-related calls uh, for just different reasons. And so, but this is the first time I think both of our faces... Uh, or in this, on the same screen at the same time, just the way Zoom works, it's like, oh yeah, like I've been, you know, I've seen you on, on arch Zoom screens over the past couple of years. <laughs> so.
2: Exactly. So it's, you know, it's nice to actually put a name and a face together because, you know, you're on some of these calls and it's like there's so many folks there and you just don't always get the chance to connect. So this is really great.
1: <laughs> well, thank you. So, folks, this morning uh, we are going to be talking about go forth. Uh, a new kind of initiative put on by the Faith Hub, uh, trying kind of training small small faith group leaders. But before we jump into that, uh, let's let's meet Rick a little bit. Rick, tell us, you know, uh, a little bit about yourself, how you got engaged, involved with the Faith Hub, and kind of your experience in the Archdiocese.
2: Sure. Excellent. Um, yeah, um, I live down on the Southwest side and, uh, just outside Chicago Ridge and our, our family parish is Our Lady of the Ridge, uh, and now a unified parish of Our Lady of the Ridge, St. Linus. And, you know, I've been a part of the church since 1992. And, you know, during that time, my faith journey has just grown and gotten deeper and I got more and more involved. And so, uh, you know, I have uh, led adult Sunday school classes. I've been a catechist and taught eighth grade and uh, confirmation classes, led men's Bible studies, book studies, part of our Curcio community, um, and uh, just overall have a, a real heart to see um, the reality of of renew my church come to fruition. It's been a, it's been a, on my heart for a very long time, and I'm actually very excited to see the opportunity to build a new reality and to help make missionary disciples. Uh, I got engaged with the faith hub two years ago, which is right at the beginning of, of its, uh, journey, uh, when our evangelization missionary discipleship team at our parish was, uh, leading the, um, the parish, uh, mission, uh, uh Efforts for the year, and uh, I talked to Beth White in the uh, EMD office and said, "Hey, do you think Father Father Peter Wojciech would be interested in doing our our mission?" And he he was, and he did, and began the the start of a, a great friendship. Well. You know, since then our parish has gone through the uh, the discernment phase, and we're now unified with another parish. So some things have changed a little bit, just because you have to you have to go at the speed of trust when you when you unite with a new parish. So. Um, I had the opportunity to uh, facilitate Go Forth with Faith Hub. My wife and I are active participants in a lot of the Faith Hub activities, uh, including being alpha leaders and uh, being a part of prayer calls and and other events. And uh, it's been a great journey. And this has been an extremely rewarding experience for me. Um, just because I feel it's so firmly entrenched in the Renew My Church mission of making disciples. So this has been really
3: great.
1: That's really wonderful. Yeah, I remember when they started the Faith Hub uh, a couple years ago. It was, you know, just an interesting place of growth. But then I think just even to see how it's grown and what it's moved into and evolved and the different communities it's in, it's engaged with, it's, it's a really wonderful, um, I think with the, the term I hear sometimes is incubator. <laughs> yes. something yeah something like, you, know, you know it's not necessarily always a, a term that we hear at least here in the Catholic church. we don't i you know that's not a phrase they're like, oh yeah, the incubator, and you're like, wait what <laughs> that's but it's you know it's it's kind of great you know i I definitely follow the faith hub via via social media, and so with go forth um you know so tell us tell our listeners what it is and you know what it looks like, and um, yeah, let's start there.
2: Sure. So, you know, Faith Hub really builds on the con. I mean, as Catholics, a lot of times, because we're we're a part of the greater church, we tend to think in very large scale. We tend to think our parish will do these programs and events and whatnot. And you get volunteers and you do things and we we become very programmatic. Um, and since Vatican II and and specifically since Pope Francis has uh as uh been in the chair of Peter, um, there's been a call to really go back to mission, go back to making disciples, uh, and that gets down to a very personal level for each and every one of us. So, you know, how do you make disciples? How does that happen? And and it happens at a very granular level. And you you don't need to be a priest or a deacon or a religious to do that. Every one of us is called to that, and and uh, You know, one of the the keys is a part of Go Forth is from Pope Francis. It says, anyone who has truly experienced God's saving love does not need much time or lengthy training to go out and proclaim that love. Every Christian is a missionary to the extent that he or she has encountered the love of God and Christ Jesus. We are no longer, we can no longer say that we are disciples and missionaries, but rather that we are always missionary disciples or sent disciples. Well, that represents a little bit of an issue for a lot of us. How do we do that? You know, what's it's somewhat terrifying for a lot of people to think that, wait a minute, you mean father's not going to do this? Or, you know, deacon's not going to do this? Or sister's not going to do this? I'm expected to do this? And go forth goes on the premise that we actually need some formation to be able to understand how to do that. So we actually have Five different topics we focus on, uh, and the first is recognizing your call, understanding our call as missionary disciples, uh, understanding our story, because if you're going to tell somebody about Jesus and how he's impacted your life, you kind of have to understand how to relate your own story. And, and I'm not talking about any anything that is grandiose or lengthy or difficult. It's literally... Well, I was this way and now I'm this way and in the middle was Jesus. And this is the impact that he's had on my life. That's telling your story. And then you learn how to share your story. Um, Attitudes for accompaniment. You know, a lot of people just don't know how to accompany. I mean, you you know, it's it's literally journeying with people. So some of the nuts and bolts of that and the final one is tools for, for facilitating group discussion. Um, how do you do that? And, you know, these, this is a very elemental um, course that uh, it's it's actually more of an experience than it is a course. It's not like a master class or anything. It's it's literally, you know, who am I in Christ? How do I talk to him? How do I recognize my story in him? And then how can I share that with other people effectively so that they can come to that in in whatever flavor we have? So it's it's a great, very dynamic process.
1: So let me go ahead, and we're going to go to break, and then we're going to hear just break break that open after break. Charities, we fight hunger in Chicago throughout the year. Our six regional offices in Cook and Lake Counties work together to offer sit-down and to-go meals to anyone in need. We deliver meals to those who are homebound, and our eight food pantries offer three to four days of food supplies based on household size. Participants in these programs have the opportunity to learn about other Catholic charity services that strengthen individuals, families, and their communities. The challenges for those dealing with food insecurity are especially great during the winter months. To learn how you can help those who are hungry in your neighborhood, visit catholiccharities.net or call 312-655-7525. That's 312-655-7525. Thank you for your generosity.
0: We are at the Most Blessed Trinity Parish Food Pantry in Waukegan. And here we uh, care for people in need. There was definitely an uptick in the needs for services. We doubled our volume after COVID hit, from servicing about 250 families a week to about 500 a week. We supply bread, tortillas, vegetables, milk, cheese, butter, uh, proteins, fish, chicken, eggs.
2: Well, the annual Catholic Appeal has been a tremendous help to us, especially over the past year and a half.
0: Without the annual Catholic Appeal, we might have to close our doors. Um, our parish is the largest one in the archdiocese, but is very poor. We think about food, and we think about nourishment, but we also nourish the soul, provide that connection to humanity. The good works here are made possible through the annual Catholic Appeal. Make your gift at annualcatholicappeal.com.
4: Ancestry and genealogy are more important every day. People all over the world are wanting to learn more about their family heritage for personal and for health reasons. At Catholic Charities, we are hearing from adults who lived for a brief time at St. Vincent's Orphanage, the wonderful, life-affirming agency that operated out of our headquarters for 91 years, serving thousands of women, children, and families until it closed in 1972. Our post-adoption services help adults who want to learn more about their experience at St. Vincent's. Our compassionate staff members provide whatever family background information they can offer, along with support and reunion services. To learn more, call 312-655-7093. That's 312-655-7093. The spirit of St. Vincent's lives on in the inspiring stories that continue to emerge today.
1: Back with Lifelong Journey, a radio program hosted by the Office of Lifelong Faith Formation in the Archdiocese of Chicago. My name is Clarissa Alhantara, and with me this morning is Rick Landry. And we've been talking about go forth and a little bit about the Faith Hub. And so uh, you were finishing up kind of the, the five pieces. And so, do you mind actually re- re- uh, repeating that for our listeners in case they're they're just jumping on right
3: now?
2: Sure, no problem. Yeah, there there's uh, five basic elements to to the uh, go forth and and we actually meet once a week for five weeks so it's not a very lengthy course but recognizing your call you know all of us have a baptismal call as disciples and missionary disciples or sent ones understanding our story and how and and how Christ has impacted our lives and the relationship we have with Him through prayer um, how to share our story effectively um attitudes for accompaniment because you know being a missionary disciple is really about uh a journeying with somebody so you know your attitudes towards that person become very important and tools for group discussion for facilitating group discussion um you know learning how how to actually lead and facilitate a group
1: fantastic no thank you so much so tell me a little bit uh one of the questions we like to ask our guests when they come on is, you know, how does, how does this, how does, you know, go forth in kind of the process, you know, uh, how is it relevant to the lives of, of listeners, whether they're engaged with the Faith Hub or some of the, our listeners may not have even heard about the Faith Hub. So, you know, how does this, well, how does this kind of, you know, impact them?
2: Well, fortunately, uh, we do advertise this through the vicariates and at the parish level. So, you know, this information is, is made available. And certainly parish leaders that are existing have be- been uh, becoming a part of the, the Go Forth training. Um, but it, it impacts each and every one of us, especially with the, the call to renew my church and, and the call to uh, be a missionary disciple by uh, Pope Francis. Each one of us, as, as Catholic people have a call in our life through our baptism to share Jesus with the world. And in sharing Jesus in Matthew 28, it talks about making disciples of all nations. And, you know, that can be a little terrifying to people. You know, it's like, well, gee, you know, what, how am I supposed to do that? And it really is just about sharing the journey with somebody else and helping them come to a closer relationship with, with the father through Jesus, you know, Learning to read scripture, learning to pray, learning how to relate how God has impacted your life. I mean, you and I, uh, in our daily life, with the interfacing with the world around us, whether it's where we live or going to the grocery store, or I'm I'm actively employed. So you know, in my job and and with my customers, um, I have a great opportunity to be Christ representative as an ambassador for Christ to the world around me. Um, so. You know, this is that kind of opportunity to say, well, you know, how is it that I'm called? How do I recognize the fact that I'm really called to this? How do I know I'm supposed to do this? And if that's the case, what is my story? Am I supposed to tell all the gory details of my whole life? And, you know, that's certainly not it. It's literally a very simple story of how Christ has changed me. And, and then the, the building blocks for how you actually can facilitate that, like active listening is key. You know, do you listen to somebody thinking about what you want to say? Or are you listening to what they're saying so that you can fully understand what they're saying and then respond to them? You know, that's really the nuts and bolts of this. This plays down to every parishioner in every parish in our in our archdiocese it's not just a faith hub thing it's not just a vicariate thing and it's not just for your parish council or your deacons or your priests it's for every one of us fulfilling the call of christ in our lives that we hear about all the time for pope francis and cardinal supich uh but we sometimes don't always realize because we get caught up in the in the the programs and the, and the maintenance if you will of our parishes
1: yeah no, thank you. Well, let's go ahead and take another quick break, and we'll come right back.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Charities has had the privilege of helping people in need in Cook and Lake County for more than 100 years. We would like to take this opportunity to thank our frontline workers, who despite the unprecedented challenges of the past two years, continue to excel at their jobs every day. From the warehouse staff members who pack boxes of nutritious foods for low-income seniors, to the dedicated WIC employees who have remained open for families with children under the age of five to our volunteers and restaurant partners who ensure that meals are available for those experiencing hunger, to our service coordinators and our professional counselors who continue their vital work in innovative ways, to our food pantry staff and to all those who work at Catholic Charities Call Center, finding solutions for every person who reaches out to us for help. Charity is at the heart of all you do and we salute you.
3: Seminary.
0: The church needs compassionate and well trained priests to help guide each of us through life.
3: What inspires me, what draws me always to the priesthood is continuously to see priests be a beacon of hope for other people.
0: You can play a part in the education of these young men as they prepare for a life of service to others. I want to be that beacon of hope too, and it, it sets my heart on fire. To support our seminarians, make your gift at archchicago.org slash seminarianfund or call 312-534-7959.
4: Catholic Charities Veterans Employment Services help veterans find and maintain employment through job readiness training, resume writing assistance, mock interviews, and job placement counseling. We work with a wide array of employers and community partners to help veterans reach their career goals. We owe a debt of gratitude to all of our veterans for the sacrifices they made to serve our nation. It is our privilege now to assist them. To learn more about Catholic Charities Veterans Employment Program in Cook County, call 773-808-2954. In Lake County, call 847-782-4219. You can also learn more at catholiccharities.net. To all United States veterans, thank you for your service.
1: we're back with Lifelong Journey, a radio program hosted by the Office of Lifelong Faith Formation in the Archdiocese of Chicago. My name is Clarissa Alhantara, and I'm your host this morning, and joining me via Zoom is Rick Landry, and we've been spending the morning talking a little bit about Go Forth and kind of the faith hub and kind of the engagement around, you know, missionary discipleship. And so I wanted to know, Rick, you know, when we talk about missionary discipleship and maybe even in relation to kind of, you know, leading small groups, is there Uh, You know, a story, a brief personal story that you have where maybe, you know, you've encountered Christ in your own journey, both as maybe participant or maybe, you know, uh, as teacher.
2: Um, Yeah, (laughs) I really do. Uh, it's, It's an awakening process to be able to sit and talk to Jesus every day throughout the day. And, and it's a part of my journey to get to know him. And so knowing him, talking to him and just in specific, um, you know, we're, we're in the season of Lent right now. And uh, so, you know, we, we tend to be focusing on, you know, uh, okay, so what changes do I need in my life? Where am I? And, and I, I can't tell you how many times this, just the first week that things would pop up in relation to my conversations with other people, or in I, I listen to Lectio 365 as a devotion each day. How often a particular topic would come up, and I recognize that during this Lent, God wants to speak to me about that. God wants to further transform me and change me in that area, and um, and and it's like. You know the the homily on Sunday at, at Mass, or a conversation with somebody, journeying with other people. Uh, whether it's we have a, a Friday night small group, a group uh, that we get together and and discuss the Sunday reading, um, just having other people have input in my life, uh, have uh, sharing our stories together, what's going on, just has a tremendous impact on me, and and you know even as a leader. When you are when you are leading a course or you're presenting material for people uh, and you're really trusting the Holy Spirit to open people's hearts up and they come back and they share a story of of how you have impacted their lives. Uh, there there was there was one such. My wife and I you usually minister together. So this one particular person came up and said, you know, I just want to let you know that your marriage has changed how I feel about marriage. Mm-hmm. And seeing God active in your life makes me want to have that kind of marriage. So I'm praying that God will lead me to that kind of a relationship. And that is just by journeying with that people, that person. So, you know, Jesus was able to use what he's built in our lives to touch another person's life, that will end up touching someone else's life. It, it, it's just remarkable to see how God uses our journeys together.
1: No, that's really powerful. And I think just a reminder of even when you're not trying to be that living witness I mean you are right because it's an expression of like who you are and you know how God called you to be like so even when you're not like oh I'm trying I'm you know up on stage or I'm facilitating class or I'm leading this you're still like because of your own vocation and who you are like you're still that living witness of Christ and Um, That's an incredibly powerful story of you just literally responding out of your own individual (laughs) call. And this person's like, wait, like the way you responded is is so attractive and so beautiful to me that it's like, wow, I would, you know, like I lift that as an example of of what they're looking for.
2: And, And that that is the element of being a disciple maker. It's we share our journey together. You know, that uh, think of the road to Emmaus. Think cool. of Jesus yeah. walking with the disciples. That's exactly what we're doing. We are all on our own personal road to Emmaus, where Jesus is revealing himself to us. And then when we realize it, we <laughs> run back and we say, Hey, you gotta see this, you gotta know this. I, I was talking to him, and this is what he did. And, and it gets very exciting. Obviously, you can tell I feel very passionate about it. Uh, but it, it's just life changing for people.
1: But I think the other thing that is I like in is hands down, like ah top, top two gospels I absolutely love. But I think the other thing that I love about Mace, and I'm so grateful that you brought it up, but they share story like there's like before they run back, they're not in a rush because they, they actually take the time to get to know each other.
2: Yes, over a meal.
1: Yeah, over and, a meal. And, That's right.
2: You know, this strange dude walks up to him as they're walking back and they're all freaked out about what happened in Jerusalem. And this dude comes up and starts talking to him. And he's like actively engaged in listening to them. And then they invite him to eat with them. And, and you know, the part that blows me away about that is there was no personal risk considered when they decided to run back in the middle of the night to to Jerusalem. And that is what we're called to. I think a lot of times that personal risk, that fear of man keeps us from sharing our stories. But when we've had an encounter with Christ, it goes out the window. We don't care anymore. It's like, no, you got to hear this. And, And that's really where we're focused with go forth and and quite frankly faith hub being a resource to our archdiocese is focused right there as well you know let's make sure that we're making available these things to our parishioners so that they can experience the fullness and depth of a relationship with christ and be disciples who make disciples
1: yeah i mean that's (laughs) some of those examples in those stories of you know just kind of that that courageousness and that personal risk like we're gonna come back in a little bit we'll break that open and then we'll keep talking
0: Catholic Charities, we want to remind you that we are here for anyone who is a victim of domestic violence or anyone who has a concern about someone they think may be a victim. Domestic violence affects millions of people each year, both women and men, of every race, religion, culture, and economic status. It includes physical, psychological, and emotional abuse inflicted in both subtle and overt ways. The impact on children can be devastating. If you or someone you know are victims of domestic violence and you are looking for a place for healing and recovery, call us at 773-935-3434 in Cook County and 224-430-4977 in Lake County. A safer, happier tomorrow can begin today. We've been together in spirit. And now, when you are ready, our doors are open wide. Nuestras puertas están abiertas de par en par. Nasze son otwarte. And we're here to welcome you back to Catholic Mass.
1: Good morning, and we're back with Lifelong Journey, a radio program hosted by the Office of Lifelong Faith Formation in the Archdiocese of Chicago. My name is Clarissa Alhantara, and I'm your host this morning, and we've been speaking with Rick Landry about Go Forth and the Faith Hub and kind of all that, you know, all that we're kind of sharing and and sharing story and sharing witness. And so the question I have kind of coming off the break is um, I wanted to know, you know, when you when you were talking about kind of Jesus and the encounter and, and Emmaus, and I know we're going a little off topic, but I, I feel like you're prepared, you know, you're equipped to answer this question. But you, you mentioned the, the concept of personal risk, right? And mm-hmm. in that story of Emmaus, personal risk, can you just say a little bit more about that for our listeners and why, you know, why that's important for us to understand?
2: Sure. One of the, one of the things that most of us really struggle with is called the fear of man. Um, it's the fear of being rejected when we share our story and i don't think there's one of us that doesn't deal with that i think it is just normal and i think that 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 the devil the enemy of our soul it just leverages that every chance we get he gets to try to keep us from telling our story because our stories of 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 redemption and and transformation are are essential is just as today, as it was in the time of, of Christ, with the woman at the well running back to the village and telling everybody about who, what Jesus did for her, the amount of personal risk she was, she was experiencing was significant. She was an outcast. She was an outsider. She wasn't somebody that would be welcomed at, at Shabbat. And yet she's running back down to tell everybody about this guy she met and how her life has begun to be changed. And I think a lot of us experience that personal risk of, well, if I say that, will they think less of me? Or if I say that, well I will I become an outcast. And 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 the, the disciples at Emmaus Road didn't consider, I mean, you know, traveling at night was very dangerous and uh that was why they stopped for the evening was because traveling at night was dangerous and in the breaking of the bread and them realizing that this is jesus they had all of that broken away and they went back to tell the disciples about their experience with christ and i think that that's the same thing that we face Uh, i i can't tell you how many people during the class when we we do a breakout and we actually start to share our story and they say they realize how easy it is, but also will voice the concern of, well, it's kind of scary. <laughs> you know, how, how do I share this with somebody that I'm golfing with? Or how do I share this with my my brother-in-law or whatever? And how will I be received? But when we realize the imperative of sharing Christ with people, of of sharing the potential for somebody to receive redemption. And to be made one with the Father through Christ, through his cross. Uh, And realizing that the alternative for people that don't know Christ is is to experience hell and separation from God, it it, it becomes very important. You know, if, if you think of the story of Esther, and Mordecai confronts Esther and says, who knows, but for this very moment, you were born. And... That is a very real thing for me because the people that I've come across in my life, when I've shared the gospel, when I have shared what Christ has done in my life, and I've seen change and transformation in their lives, who knows, but for that very moment, was I born to share Jesus and and what he's done in my life with them? And it can have an eternal Uh, impact on them just by sharing a simple story of what Jesus has done for me. And yeah, there's personal risk in it. And yeah, maybe people will make fun of you um, because if they mocked Christ, they'll mock me. Um, You know, if they, if they treated him poorly, I mean, it says so in the, in the work, in the scriptures. Um, Yeah, there's that personal risk, but the reward is so great to know that you shared Christ with somebody and you helped to change their lives. It's just, the risk reward is just way out of balance for me. The reward is too great.
1: Yeah, I can really. I'm laughing because I can really tell that for you, that's like that. That's a that's a really important piece of like how how you share and you know like what what that is for you. Uh, so the the question I wanted to ask is, and you have referenced a lot of scripture passages, um, but is there a passage in scripture when you talk about kind of, you know, the model of discipleship? of you know and this model of discipleship like what what is that one only one i feel like if i if i let the door open you'd have a lot
2: but <laughs> <laughs> well realistically it's, it's it's corinthians it's it's that we are called ambassadors for christ you know if you think really about um What an ambassador does, an ambassador doesn't represent their own opinion or their own ideas or their own strategy or their own goals. They represent only that which they have been sent by their kingdom or their country. And Jesus has said that his kingdom was not of this world and that we were a part of his kingdom. So when he sends us out, he sends us out as ambassadors, not to say, well, this is what Rick thinks. But this is what god says the god who loves you says this mm-hmm. the god who cares for you who has sacrificed for you who has made a way for you i that's what i'm supposed to share i'm not i'm an ambassador so that's really the that's really the driver for me if i'm truly an ambassador then it really doesn't matter what i think it really just matters what he thinks
1: yeah no that's a very great uh i'm writing notes because I'm going to come back after break, and we're going to hear more about that. So thank you so much, Rick.
5: have an old bicycle that's not being used, consider donating it to Catholic Charities Veterans Bike Project of Lake County. Skilled volunteers are refurbishing bicycles to make them safe and ready to be used by veterans to get to and from their new places of work. We also gratefully accept financial contributions that are used to purchase bike helmets and other safety accessories. Our veterans have faithfully served the United States, and now it is our privilege to serve them. For more information on the Veterans Bike Project of Lake County, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. Catholic Charities has had the privilege of helping people in need in Cook and Lake County for more than 100 years. We would like to take this opportunity to thank our frontline workers, who despite the unprecedented challenges of the past two years, continue to excel at their jobs every day. From the warehouse staff members who pack boxes of nutritious foods for low-income seniors, to the dedicated WIC employees who have remained open for families with children under the age of five. To our volunteers and restaurant partners who ensure that meals are available for those experiencing hunger to our service coordinators and our professional counselors who continue their vital work in innovative ways to our food pantry staff and to all those who work at catholic charities call center finding solutions for every person who reaches out to us for help charity is at the heart of all you do and we salute you
1: Good morning, and we're back with Lifelong Journey, a radio program hosted by the Office of Lifelong Faith Formation in the Archdiocese of Chicago. This is Clarissa Alantara, and I'm your host this morning. Joining uh, me this morning is Rick Landry, and we've been talking about Go Forth. And so right before we left, uh, Ambassador of Christ, I wrote down, uh, if I don't write things down after break, who knows what happens. But <laughs> let, yeah, uh, let's, yeah, let's spend a little bit of time. You know, uh, you know, we're being called to be an ambassador of Christ.
2: Well, it's kind of kind of a call, so I pulled up the scripture. You know, my, my memory is related to Google. Uh, anyway, 2 Corinthians 5.20, we are therefore Christ's ambassadors as though we, God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. You know, that's our message. Why? Well, let me tell you what he's done in my life. You know, and and that's really the amazing thing. So if I'm an ambassador for Christ, I'm going to let people know that his kingdom is beautiful and it's wonderful. And being a part of his kingdom is rewarding and fulfilling. And and yes, I I'm going to go out there and I'm going to fight the good fight and I'm going to put myself at risk. And sometimes there's going to be dangers associated with it. But the reward is so great. And so there's no better pay that you'll ever receive than the crown of righteousness when you go before
1: the throne at the end. Yeah, no, so so very true. When we, you know, when we're talking about uh, kind of, you know, catechetical moments and formation, you know, I'm wondering, you know, in our, you know, where does it say in, you know, church teaching, scripture, et cetera, say, uh, you know, about us kind of helping other people grow in their own discipleship. You know, where, you know, what are some sources that you've used or, you know, places that you lean on?
2: Well realistically I mean if you if you go into the catechism you're you're kind of, there's there's so many resources in our catechism that point to that that you 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 if you read it at all you you'd be hard pressed to to miss it I mean just thinking of the corporal works of mercy and the spiritual works of mercy. Uh, so the corporal works of mercy uh, literally demanded that we carry that aspect of what Christ has called us to, uh, to the world around us. You know, do we go to the prisons? Do we go um, to the hospitals? Do we bind up the brokenhearted? Do we listen to the broken? Do we, do we offer the redemption of Christ to those who are lost uh, and in trouble? Um, do we go without regard to what they believe to serve them, can we serve anybody because of the love of Christ? One of my favorite stories about that is from St. Francis. Uh, you know, during uh, during difficult times in the Middle East, there was a uh, Franciscan mission over there, and they were serving through uh, medical care and feeding. And the local imam came to them and was furious with them. And and said, How dare you? We can't you can't do this anymore. And they said, wait a minute, we're we're not proselytizing, we're not doing anything. No, but you're taking care of our sick and you're feeding people and caring for our widows and orphans. And when they ask you why, you say, because of Jesus, you can't do that anymore. And and that's what it's about. Well, why do you do this for me? Well, it's because Jesus loves you. And and that's our call, that's our clarion call. If we truly love our neighbor as Christ loved the world, then there is no cost that is too great for us to serve our neighbor. There is, and think of, of what Mother Teresa has done and the teachings that she brought to our church, the richness that she brought to our ter- church through serving in the dumps in Calcutta. And, and, you know, it's all around us. Our, you know, people will maybe choose to ignore it, But the depths of serving as Christ loved the church are full in our Catholic history and full in our teachings uh, in the catechism and and in our ecclesial teachings. You know, I love every, every year when there's the foot washing because I have a vision Hmm. of Christ doing that. It's just powerful to me.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I think that image of love and that, that image of service, but I think also that that piece of humility that, you know, like, I, I, I'm able to be or able to kind of reckon with, like, yeah, I, I want to be that humble servant and kind of, and and I want Christ to kind of use me that way. And you, yeah, the, all those places that you point, you know, corporal works of mercy, spiritual works of mercy, you know, all those opportunities that we have as Christians to kind of live out the call and kind of live out, you know, who, who God is calling us to be. Uh, so... Mm-hmm. I wanted to know, um, so if people at this point, you know, one of the things I have forgotten to do, especially since uh, Go Forth and Faith Hub have such a, a a web presence, you know, where are some Facebook, I don't know if, if Facebook is where you would refer people or a website or any, you know, um, where would you direct people to learn? We're not quite done with the show, but I thought it would be good yeah. to maybe no, drop no, that no, in no. now.
2: <laughs> you. Were- you would to learn more about the Go Forth, you know, you could certainly go to slash, um Go Forth. Um, and or you can you can click on the links there uh, at the top parish leader training in there uh, and it'll take you uh, to all sorts of, of trainings that we have. You, go, you can go down and Go Forth is just down there. You can click on that and you can learn about it and you can. Um, sign up for it and register. Our next class is going to begin on the first Monday in May, tentatively. We haven't written that in stone yet, but we're looking to do it leading up to Pentecost. Um, you know, which is the great sending. So hopefully, you know, if this has inspired you, if this has flipped a switch for you, um, sign up for our next course, because, you know, uh, what happened at Pentecost, you know, the infilling of the Holy Spirit in the upper room, where 120 people changed the world by doing this. Think of it. There's a couple of billion people who profess to be Catholic. And 120 people changed the world. What impact would we have if we were trained and equipped to share the good news of Jesus with the world around us and be disciples who make disciples and be sent out at Pentecost in renewal of our confirmation call to go out? It, it, it could be very wonderful for you. I Just trust me, this is a journey you want to take.
1: <laughs> let's go ahead and let's take this journey to break and then we'll come back with a little bit more hang tight
4: Ancestry and genealogy are more important every day. People all over the world are wanting to learn more about their family heritage for personal and for health reasons. At Catholic Charities, we are hearing from adults who lived for a brief time at St. Vincent's Orphanage, the wonderful, life-affirming agency that operated out of our headquarters for 91 years, serving thousands of women, children, and families until it closed in 1972. Our post-adoption services help adults who want to learn more about their experience at St. Vincent's. Our compassionate staff members provide whatever family background information they can offer, along with support and reunion services. To learn more, call 312-655-7093. That's 312-655-7093. The spirit of St. Vincent's lives on in the inspiring stories that continue to emerge today. Catholic Charities in Lake County provides a comprehensive range of social services supporting individuals, families, and older adults. These include crisis assistance, shelter, clothing, family support, counseling, legal assistance, primary health care, and specialized services for seniors and veterans. Grab-and-go meals and food pantries help those who are experiencing food insecurity, plus We have a diaper depot to support low-income families and their infants. If we can assist you or someone you know, please call Catholic Charities of Lake County at 847-782-4000. That's 847-782-4000.
1: back with Lifelong Journey, a radio program hosted by the Office of Lifelong Faith Formation in the Archdiocese of Chicago. My name is Clarissa Alhinter, and on Zoom with me is Rick Landry, and we've been talking a lot about Go Forth and kind of how to get involved and how to, like, learn more. And so uh, you were talking about the next kind of round of training for this, Mm -hmm. uh, for Go Forth leaders, and it sounds like it's starting roughly the, f- the first part of May. And so yeah. uh, is it open to anyone? Is it only open yeah. to certain parishes? Like how how do people, you know, sign up, learn more, all that good stuff?
2: Go there and sign up. And we have, we actually have a Spanish language version as well, which I was just talking to Mary Maher, who has designed this course and led it previously, and she said that the Spanish language course had 120 parishioners signed up, and one parish in particular had 60 people together, and they met locally as this was, we zoomed it out, um, and it was just, it lit them on fire. So, and, you know, we we probably had 50 or 60 in our, our last English language version um, and it's open. It's open to everybody. The you know when we send it out, we we want people to know. I mean, priests, deacons, religious, local parishioners, your parish council, your finance council, and your you know anybody that goes to your church who is interested in being a disciple of Christ should probably do this, and and use this great resource. You you know sometimes. We get frustrated when we try to do local parish ministry because it's well we've only got two or three people et cetera, et cetera and it's hard to build from that right but when you have a, a resource for the whole archdiocese like this um, and you are able to reach all of the vicariates and all of the parishes and raise up people who are hungry to serve god we actually had a church from uh, mckinney texas join us last month Uh, when we did go forth, because they wanted to do this in their archdiocese. It's just cool, because there's a hunger for God in the Catholic Church. There's a hunger to serve him. There's a hunger to make disciples. And they know that we, everybody knows we have to do some things differently, but not everybody knows how to do it. And hopefully this will equip us to be better ambassadors for Christ.
3: Yeah,
1: no that's amazing. 120 in the Spanish language. I mean, that's a that's such a testament to people really wanting to kind of uh be that disciple for others and and kind of have help others kind of come find their story encounter Christ and kind of go and and, and be that witness. So, uh, mm-hmm. w- uh can you tell us a little bit more website? Can you repeat the website link and Sure.
3: Uh,
2: you can go to uh, www.faithhubchicago.org and go to the parish leader training. And it'll take you to this page where you can learn about uh, where you can learn about the different uh, trainings we have, one of which is go forth. Um, there's also Lydia training. There's there's many different trainings and classes that are, are a part of um, Faith Hub. But this one, in particular, really helps to drive parish renewal, because, you know, a lot of times we don't think about it, but, and this is the one that got me from my mom, like years ago, she said, uh, she said, the most important people that we can share Christ with are the people next to us in the pew, because we need to encourage each other, and she was so right, and when we encourage each other to good works in Christ, what happens? They encourage someone else to good works in Christ, who encourages someone else to good works in Christ. That's how it was designed. There is no plan B. This is the only plan Jesus left us with. And we just need to embrace
1: it. Nice. So if there's like, you know, we're, we've only got a couple we've got about three minutes left. So, it, you know, kind of last takeaway thought, you know, as, mm-hmm. our, as our listeners are, maybe they're on the website right now, especially if if they're listening on their home computers, who knows? So, you know, what's your what's your final takeaway?
2: Um, my final takeaway is take it to him in prayer and just ask him, what do you want me to do? That should be our question every day. But in regards to this, ask him what part that he has for you in making disciples and recon- bringing reconciliation to the world around you. Um, we all have a baptismal call to it. Would you like to know more about it? Would you like to understand it better? Would you like to know how to share your story and be an effective listener so that you could love, listen, discern, and respond to people with the call of Christ? Um, If that's the case, then sign up for the Faith Hub. Uh, Go forth, class. Sign up and be a part of it and bring renewal to your parish. Help to bring the new reality of Renew My Church into your parish and be a disciple who makes disciples. You'll never regret
3: it.
1: (laughs) <laughs> That's wonderful. No, I, I like those those two prompts of you know just a reminder for people who are listening. You know, yeah, bring bring it to God in prayer. You know, and and you know, engage that conversation for yourself of like where where does God see me on that mission? And you know, what is that? Where is God's desire for me? And I think that you know, as our as our listeners are maybe you know even just discerning for themselves, like okay, you know, I like, mm-hmm. this is interesting, but like where 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 and how am I a part of this church and kind of Christ's renewal?
2: And, and then when you ask the question, though, you have to listen because <laughs> prayer is a, is a dialogue, not a monologue. That was one of the things when I, I can remember one time in prayer, I almost felt I heard God say, take a breath, Rick. <laughs> and so listening is so, so key. He will speak to you. He will let you know. It might be circumstance. It might be the homily. It might be somebody says something to you, but God does speak to us today.
1: Fantastic. Thank you so much, Rick, for joining us this morning uh, and sharing kind of Go Forth with us. Uh, Have a wonderful rest of your week and a wonderful Lent. Take care.
2: Thank
0: you, Clarissa. Bye-bye. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.